Hello, everyone. Welcome to uh, the Reprisner. Almost forgot. Had to reach for uh-huh. it. Had to reach for it. I, I guess I need to go into surgery to make uh, me a better host. Ashley, your bad hosting uh, has made you an exile in our community. Ah, uh, well, dang it. Well, before I go off into the woods to punch a punching bag, <laughs> I might as well introduce uh, your friend and mine, Molly. Hi, it's me, Molly. Uh, we got Luke with us. Hello. Uh, we're watching The Prisoner, baby. We sure it's are. still prisoner time. Yeah. Um... We're not going to talk about the prisoner yet. Luke, what have you been up to? What have I been up to? Um, I feel like I've basically just been up to all the same things I was up to last week. Uh, I played a little bit more Bloodborne. I got over the, the hump I was at, but now I'm, I've reached other humps because that what, game is just at? nothing but humps. Um, I'm at a point where I've got a few options. I can either fight uh, Vicar Amelia, a fight which I think everyone thought was easy except me. Yeah, it's easy. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, she's kicks the ever-loving shit out of me when I try to fight her. I can also go down to Old Yarnum, which I thought it would be fun to skip, because I think you get, like, different dialogue with the Gatling Gun guy if you skip there and come back later, but I think I need to do it to grind enough to fight Amelia. Uh, yeah, I guess. You could just run past him. You don't have oh, to sure. interact with him, really. Yeah, yeah. I guess I didn't know, like, what flags were set for him. Like, if you went in there at all, if he would, uh... You know, be aggro to you for the oh, rest of I the game. I don't know. He's, yeah, I, if you go in there, he will be aggro to you, though. Oh yeah, I know. Like I've, I have gotten to his clock tower and tried to fight him, and all of my hits did. I just did, picked him off. Yeah, I'm bad at doing that. Yeah, I tried to fair. like fight him, fight him, and all of my hits did piss damage. So yeah, that sounds right. I'm not good. I don't at think Bloodborne. you should use piss damage. Uh in most games, I'd agree with you. I feel like I'm surprised there's not a piss weapon in Bloodborne. Yeah, people have been clamoring for a Bloodborne two for like five years now. Piss what if born. they just announced like, yeah, hey, uh, Pissborn. Yeah, for the PlayStation Five, we're bringing you Pissborn. God. I also wanted to ask: Isn't Yarnum that uh, little guy from that EA game? Yeah, exactly. Little, That's also Yarnum. Yeah. Yeah, he's in Sims now. Mm. He is in. The, you can knit him. You can knit him, and he can either be, like, uh, just, like, a doll that you play somewhere, or a thing. Mm-hmm. Hmm. What do like you mean a, by that? A thing with, uh, a, a soul, a mind, a heart. <laughs> okay, okay. He basically, like, if you interact with him, he'll, like, wave at you. <laughs> All right, that's... I feel like I lost track of what was happening here. They, they, you can knit things in The Sims now. Oh, yeah, okay, they, cool. They also have fake Etsy. Oh, okay. That's about it, really. Yeah, that's really it. And you can knit Yarny. Oh, right. Hit game Unravel. Yeah. 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 I wanted to play that. I never played it. Yeah, same. It, I, I had fun with uh, those two games. Yeah. I didn't really hear anything bad about them. I just, yeah. No. I just never got around to it. Yeah, they they are perfectly okay, like, puzzle platformers. Other than Pissborn, what have you been doing? Uh, I've been playing a lot of 5D chess. Why? Because <laughs> it's good. 
Why don't you just play regular chess? <laughs> it's so much better. <laughs> no! I would... No! Yes! I might argue it's up to 2.5 times is better. Uh, I've gotten to the point where I can beat the AI pretty consistently. Um, so I've started trying to play online. It takes a while to find a match, because weirdly, <laughs> this isn't that popular wow, are you telling me people aren't playing 5D chess? <laughs> yeah. Um, I did... And the people that are playing are, like, sickos that will just, like, curb stomp you. Like you. Yeah, you! Yeah. You! <laughs> right. I did get my first victory against a human player today, and it did hit me that uh, if this game remains as unpopular as it currently is, uh, like, I there's a decent chance I end up the world's best 5D chess player just, like, by default. Hmm. God. I hope you, like start going into IRC chats about 5D chess. The Steam like sale page, like the, their store page literally just has a link to their Discord to talk about 5D chess strategies. How, did you join? Not yet. Why? That I, seems like the easiest way to get a match. That's true. That's true. Listen. I'm, I'm Luke, more... Luke just doesn't want to admit that part of himself yet. Yeah. Well, more importantly, I I need to make sure, you know, I'm sharp enough for that kind of level of play. I feel like I'm gonna get really uh, beaten down. I need to. I need to be ready for it. Yeah. The thing about it is, I'm not that good at like chess. Like I'm okay. Like I can probably beat the average person, but that's about it. You know. Yeah. Uh, and I feel like I'd probably be better at this game if I was better at chess. You could just play chess. Yeah, but what's the fun in that? It's a good fucking game. Eh. How much time travel does it have? Uh, the Just the normal amount. I mean, see, you say it's a good game, but then you tell me that. <sighs> yeah, okay. <laughs> 5D chess rules, more people should play it. You should play it, Molly. I'm not going to. You should, though. No. Whether or not you will, I can't control, but I do know for a fact that you ought to. <laughs> okay. It's gonna be like the fucking next Eidolon thing. You're gonna fucking introduce us <laughs> to 5D chess, and you're gonna be like, I told you, Molly. I'm gonna I do an episode of Eidolon where I just, the the Eidolon enemy just makes you play 5D chess with me. Off. <laughs> but yeah, it has not been that exciting of a week for me. Absolutely horrid. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Alright, uh, Ashley, what you been up to? Um, I have been playing Super Hot. Um, the new one just came out, and I got it for free because I owned old Super Hot. Yeah. Um, and I still like that game. That's Every a good game Every time your still. computer says Super Hot, I get very confused. <laughs> it's warning me. Yeah. It's like, oh, hey, you overclocked your computer. <laughs> I don't think that's what that is, Ashley. Um, yeah, so this one, uh, it is partly going more into the lore of the super hot universe. Okay. Um, you mean the most innovative game of all time? Yes. Yeah. The the most innovative shooter I've played in years. That's what it was, right, right. Yeah. Has that phrase come up yet? Not that I remember. There's a lot less, like... There's no chat log, so I played a bit of the like original Super Hot to like yeah get my like bearings again, and right. I had forgotten like all of that chat log shit and yeah, all yeah, of yeah. the like 
the other fake games you can play in it, including a version of Super Hot. Right, I forgot about that. That you can't actually access. Right. But, like, it opens up with that, like, another fake chat log that is, like... Yeah. Yeah, so, like, basically this one, you're, like, going through the files of the super hot, like, game. Yeah. Um, And you are, like, a... Part of me wants to, like, spoil shit just because, like... I feel like we can spoil the original super hot. Yes. That that game uh, ends with you getting absorbed into, a, like, a computer hive mind. Yes. So... And it does kind of, yeah. like, it's not my thing, so I don't think I ever clocked it. It's not not horny, though. Okay, so this is my entire thing. I don't know if they know it's not it's not, of, not horny. Of course. They, yeah, they know. <laughs> I haven't played it, but yeah, they know it's horny. Like, the, yeah, so the interstitials between the levels are, like, hypnoing you into playing more super hot until you become yeah. a computer. That's yeah, so horny. This, they give you, like, mantras this, to chant about how your brain is just software that can be Jesus. changed. Yeah, like, the... the <laughs> The body is hardware, like, the it, mind is software. Yes. Uh, but this one also, like... So you are, it starts with you already being uh, someone who has been absorbed into the hive mind, but you desire more. Uh-huh. Like, it opens up with just this big flashing button that just says more. And, like, the computer is like, like, no, we gave you all of super hot. There's no more super hot to have. Yeah. And you're like, no, more. And so it starts creating levels. And, like, as you're walking through some of the early ones, it's, like, half finished. Uh-huh. And, like setting you backwards, so it's like, no, wait, I'm still completing this next room. That sounds kind of, like, not exactly, but it sounds sort of Portal 2-ish. A, a bit, and... But, like, this one, like, the computer is, like, almost like, we did this before. You, you like, you did this whole thing, and you saw how it ended, and now it's, like, over. Like, you're not gonna get anything past that. Right. Uh, so everything in this game is kind of... I don't want to say exactly procedurally generated, but, like, it is not the, like, super kind of linear and... It's like a roguelike, right? It's a bit roguelike-ish, yes. And you can incorporate hacks as you're going through a set of levels. Mm-hmm. And uh, as you go on, they start introducing... There are some of those, like, side levels that have some of that story stuff. Uh, that's what, they have a lot of saying that you are nothing but a dog. <laughs> uh, including you having to pick up a dog bowl. So, and which part of it, like, why were you unclear that they, whether they know it's <laughs> horny? I guess I was more like, I'm not sure if these, like, people, like, know that that, like, has horny connotations, like... That, like, I I know that sounds like it's obvious, but also, like, we live in such, like, a horny bubble. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like like you are a dog, pick up this dog bowl is, like, outside of that, though. That's, that's a level beyond. That's when I kind of, like, "Mm, okay. But, uh, they also introduce new enemies, which are based on all of the... Like, other people who have been, like, 
brought into this thing, including the main character from Super Hot One. Okay. Uh, and one, when they appear, they just let off a horrible, like, thing of like electronic noise that is just like, ah, oh no. Um, they're extremely hard to kill and sometimes like impossible to. Uh huh. Um, there's one that's like a, uh, like dog man who like will lunge at you that isn't, and his lunge isn't affected by bullet time. Okay. Uh, there's a katana dude who can throw and then recall his kata- uh, katana. Uh, and then there is the original dude who can do the, who can switch places with you like he could in the original super hot that's pretty good and it is like i had it happen to me like when i was playing today and it's super like disorienting to like suddenly have like oh like i got this like really good weapon and then like and you are suddenly like across the room and that dude is pointing the gun at you Uh uh-huh so yeah it's I'm having a lot of fun with it, and it's, yeah, it's more super hot. And if you want more of it, it's that. Okay, yeah. Uh, and then I also played some uh, Skater XL. How uh, which is, is a, that? I'm curious. It it doesn't replace Skate for me. Okay. This is, it, it is a, um, like, Skate kind of game where you're controlling, like, you know, you're Analog sticks control your feet. Okay. Uh, there is no element of getting off the board. Okay. Um, and there are like there are basically like kind of small-ish levels that you go around and kind of find spots that you can. You basically just try to hit over and over for no real purpose. Hmm. They have like challenges that are also kind of tutorials, like. Oh, hit this move over this gap. Yeah. But mostly it's just about, like, eh, like, I'm just gonna, like, go around, try to find a spot, and then, like, set my respawn there, and then just hit it again and again until I feel satisfied with it. Uh-huh. And you can make videos and stuff like that. Um, I had played it in Early Access, and it was rough. Mm-hmm. Like, extremely, extremely rough, uh, but... Um, I, the 1.0, after being delayed, like, months and months and months, came out, uh, yesterday. So I updated that and played it, and I I think it's gotten to a pretty good place. Okay, well, that's Um, good, because I know you weren't super happy. Yeah, I, uh, last night I was talking with, um, friend of the show, Moz, and, uh, they also who had previously not been happy with it we were both like oh yeah they they really changed this in a lot of good ways okay okay cool yeah you got you got you have a school level so it it checks that there you go yeah um but yeah mainly just been playing a lot of video games i also watched some movies i watched batman and robin (laughs) that's a weird movie yeah yeah it is like, I enjoyed my time with it, but, like, I also can't say it's a good movie. Sure. Uh, I haven't watched Batman and Robin in a long time. I feel like I could say it's a good movie. I, like... You could say anything. I can. Yeah. I, I do not think that it is as bad as everyone said it. No. No, it's not. Yeah. And, 
there are things in it like that I watch like yeah that could be done better like this is kind of like hokey and not in a fun way or not in like sure. an intentional way but like if you're accepting what like you know like that movie hits you in the first minute with bat nips and right bat butt yeah you know what is happening the second you start that and if you're not down for it then you just should turn off that. <laughs> I appreciate that they were immediately just like, hey, I want to show you George Clooney's chest and ass, so yeah. here we go. Yeah, they also show his, like, bulge, so, like... Oh, right. Yeah, people were mad at those movies because they didn't take the Batman seriously. Yes. That was like the, all the only other thing. properties. Yeah, like, people, like, got so... Like, it became this running joke of how mad people got over the Bat card... But the bat card rules, actually. The bat card both rules, and it is extremely of a piece with certain interpretations of Batman. Yes, it is more so than, like, the Tim Burton ones, which were already very Batman 66. Yeah. Which, despite everyone saying that it's not. Uh, Those ones are, like, a weird mashup of, like, Batman 66 and, like, original, like, 1930s pulp Batman. Yes, and also I don't think are very good. I think they're okay. My, like I, I feel like my, the, I think the Burton ones are like worse versions of the Dick Tracy movie. Yes, I yeah I I am not a Tim Burton fan in general, and I I think those movies are not great. Yeah, and that is one of my film hot takes. <laughs> I think they're decent. I uh, I was gonna say they might be the worst ones, but then I remembered that like the third Nolan Batman movie happened. Yeah. It sure yeah, did. I, I, I like the first two of that trilogy, b- despite its flaws. But I'll say, me and Chelsea, because Chelsea had not seen any of those, we watched the first two of them. Um, the first one I liked. The second one, not as good as I remembered it being. Yeah, I'm sure it's not. The first one's like goofy in a way that you don't remember it being. Like it takes itself very seriously, but it's it's goofy. Bummed out mm-hmm. about Liam Neeson being a racist again. Yeah, didn't. Yeah, huh. Yeah. Yeah. He was, yeah, that that Liam Neeson's. Yeah. A racist and Liam Neeson's. Yeah. Um Yeah, uh and also it is so funny how even then they had to go out of their way to make Poison Ivy villainous. Like her whole she's, thing is she's that, like, just she's simply good. Yeah, like it, you have to like come up with the most ridiculous shit to make it so that she is like out and out villainous. <laughs> I honestly, I feel like you can't. I mean, Poison Ivy as good, it is totally a fun thing that they should do more with. But like, it's very easy to me to imagine just oh, Poison Ivy just like, it's not like an eco terrorism thing. She just thinks plants are cool and people aren't. Yeah, I, like the easiest thing you could do is just she wants to kill all the people because they hurt the plants. That's it. That's all you really have to do. But that, also, but, but she's still right in that case. Sure, but I'm saying, like, even go... It's not just she wants to kill the people because they hurt the plants. It's just, like... No, just, like, plants are sick, and you're not. And, like, if I killed you, I could pl- I could get a new planter in here, you know? Yeah. Like, oh, man. Yeah. There could be so many trees just right where your stupid apartment is if you died, idiot. Uh, she is right, though. Um, <laughs> no, but, That's like, true. It's not incorrect, like, I guess. Like, that's where, like, they eventually get to, like, the, oh, it should only be plants and me. Right. Uh, and she's also kind of weirdly horny for Mr. Freeze in that. 
Uh, I didn't remember that. Yeah, like she kills, like she tries to kill Mr. Freeze's wife and blame it on Batman. Uh huh. So she can be like, "Oh, this is like a one-woman operation. I, I'm the only one that can have him." <laughs> I see. Uh, I see. Do you get it? Yeah, which kind of sucks. Uh, but yeah, like in her first scene where she's like, uh, like where she is poison ivy, she's like talking to Bruce Wayne and she's like, "I want to like give all of this, you know." here's, like, an idea I have to, like, help, like, save all these plants and rainforests and stuff, and she's like, also, to do this, we would have to kill, like, 20 million people, but that's a necessary cost. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. And now I'm just remembering the comic where, the Gotham City comic where, uh, or Gotham Central one, where she just killed two cops, and that was good. Yeah. That was good. Oh, yeah, I, I don't know. I watched that and then, like, another campy movie called Phantom of the Paradise. Mm hmm. Molly. Yeah. What about you? I beat Dead Cells with the first, um, like, boss upgrade to the game. Yeah. That makes it harder and, like, you get less health potions and stuff. Mm hmm. Um, the best, it turns out the best weapon in that game is just a loot. All right, cool. Yeah, it's pretty fucking cool. I'm into it. Um, do not know how. Uh, much more I'm going to end up playing because like when you get to like the two boss cell one, it's like, okay, there's no more like full health refills anymore. Like you don't get the potion refill that heals you anymore. Uh, like sure. you just get one at a time sometimes. I'm like, that's a little too much for me. Yeah. Um, but I, I like all the updates they've made of that game. They added a bunch of new areas and bosses and stuff. It's still, it's really good. I, I thought it was good when it came out, uh, and they've just been adding stuff to it still. And I think they still are. So cool. Um, that's pretty cool. Um, y'all heard about Super Mario 64? I think I have. I think it's pretty fucking good. The game's all right. I'm, I'm playing it for the first time. Oh, uh, wow. Okay. Yeah. I didn't have a 64 when I was a kid. I, I did not have one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I played it, like, a little bit at a friend's place when, you know, I was young. But uh, the super legal PC edition uh-huh, uh, yeah. has has made its way into my home. And what am I going to do? Not play it? Right. No, yeah. Uh, that game is fucking good. It's um, pretty good. I'm enjoying it. I'm having a good time playing some Super Mario. Makes me want to hook up my GameCube and try Sunshine again. Uh, just to do a little oh. bit more, do a little bit more Mario in. I mean... I'm the sunshine enjoyer. It's fine. I don't care. Oh, okay. I don't. I don't care. I want to okay. play with flood. I want to do the jet thing. I want to uh, do really shitty gliding with water. It would be. Yeah. It's gonna be awful. Do you want to meet uh, the chucksters? I don't remember who the chucksters are. are they the They're little just duck like Bill Flippy guys. No, they are. Uh, what do you call? What are like the islanders called? Pinas, pinatas. Like the the just the. NPCs. I know what you're talking about, but I don't remember what they're called. Piantas. Yeah. Uh, there's like one of those like bonus levels where it's just a bunch of them walking around, and when you talk to them, they go, "I'm a Chuckster," and then they throw you super far behind their head. Fuck and yeah! It's, and you just you have to talk to them and time it in a way where they throw you onto very tiny platforms in sequence, and it fucking sure. blows. Yeah. Fuck it. Whatever. <laughs> uh, I have to find a way to hook up the GameCube in my room though, because I don't know that my either one of my monitors has a. Uh, port for the for red yellow white uh, oh sure plugs. yeah 
And I, mean, I don't think the GameCube has an HDMI. I mean, I understand where you're coming from, but also, like, you're playing Mario 64 on the PC. Why not just get Dolphin? That's true. I could just get an emulator and play it that way. That's probably the easier way to do it. Hey, you know what? Honestly. Dolphin also runs Mario Galaxy, a way better game than Sunshine. Yeah, I don't know. I, maybe I'll just play them all. I, yeah. fuck, fucking who, who knows? I haven't played Galaxy either. Uh, so I, so I think I sold my Wii before it came out. Galaxy and Galaxy Two are my Mario's. Those, oh god, they're so fucking good. Um, yeah, I haven't played any of the NES Mario's in a long time. Uh, yeah, I just don't feel the need to go back that far. Um, and uh, I recently beat Super Mario World again. Uh, so and maybe I'm just on a Mario trip now. Maybe I'm just gonna play some Super Mario's for a while. Yeah, yeah. Hey, Mario's you know what? worst things good. you could do with your time. Yeah, on average, Mario, good games. Pretty good. It's really weird, because I, like, grew up with, like, the SNES and the NES and all that, but I, like, have played almost no Mario games. Ugh. Too busy playing, like, Arrow the Acrobat? Uh, I played a lot of Donkey Kong Country. Oh. Good fucking game. Uh, well, okay. I I like Donkey Kong Country. No, yeah, those games are good. Um, I wish I still had my Super Nintendo. My sister broke it yeah. right before I moved up here. The tragedy of a lifetime. There is a Super Nintendo in a storage unit we own in Kentucky from before we moved. I assume in the decades since it was put in there, the oh, they're not has, paying for that. It is. Oh no, it's being paid for. What the there's a fuck? bunch of stuff in there. Uh, yeah, like about once a month for ten years, my mom has been like, "Man, we really got to go empty that storage unit." And then it doesn't happen. <laughs> uh, and yeah, I assume that sitting in an un- like non-climate controlled storage unit for a decade has probably killed that thing. Probably, but uh, it's also old Nintendo, so who knows? Who knows? Yeah, I- I've seen the Game Boy that was bombed <laughs> in Operation Desert Storm. <laughs> that is true, that is true. Um, y'all want to talk about The Prisoner? Yeah! Uh, we watched episode 12, A Change of Mind. Um, we have uh, the opening here where, remember Six's, um, his, his one bar, his one uh, workout gym bar? Yeah. Uh, well, folks, it's back because we can't just have a scene one time. You have to reuse these sets. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I assume this was all just footage that, like, different cuts from the same, you know. Right, at all at the same time. I, like I said, next episode is the one where it's a real problem. I assume that they're already having to shoot around the fact that Patrick McGowan's making a movie right now. Sure. Um, so. I also swore that he had double bars, not single bars. No, no he, he only has the, the one, one bar. Okay. It's just because the most common form bar. of this is two bars. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, I will say, they're doing a better job of not showing you the obvious stunt double's face in this episode. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but some guys come up and they're like, oi, 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 what's all this then? (laughs) (laughs) These guys, this episode is just, what if the village was high school for the first half of it? (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah, so... Um, a couple of guys are like, "Hey, why aren't you? Why aren't you working out at the village gym, huh? You think you're too good for us? Yeah, why don't you cool share part your of toys with us?" Uh, and he's like, "Well, I mean, I don't really want. I I would appreciate my privacy." Um, <laughs> yeah. He sounds and, like scared of them, which is so funny to me. 
yeah, I don't. I think he just doesn't want to deal with this. But um, a, they start talking about how the committee won't like that he is, uh, you know, independent. Um, and then they attack him. Yeah, uh, yeah. So there's a there's a fight, and then after they get the shit beat out of him, they're like, "Oh, we're gonna go tell the committee about this. We're gonna tell the commission that you were mean to me." It is just high school bullies. Yeah, extremely. Yeah. Um. My my father's number two, so he's gonna. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Like, oh, oh, hey, kid, I'm going to shove you. Oh, you punched me. I'm going to tell a teacher. Um, my, so. my, my uncle's best friend brother knows number one, and he'll yeah. fuck you up, man. Yeah. He'll mess you right up. Um, So uh, Six goes to the uh, council like lobby or the commission lobby, and right. there's a girl in there who's just nonstop crying. Uh, he is, like, staring uh, at the guy sitting next to him like an asshole, like, copying his movements, because he's a big dick this episode. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. Um, and there is a, like, there's a recording talking about everybody who's here, like, how Six is too aggressive, uh, how the girl won't stop crying... Um, how this other guy is ready to come back in and become a suitable member of society, and he's going to come back in, and he's going to give a speech um, about it. So a guy comes in from outside the room in a red shirt, and he's like, uh, he walks up to a podium, and then the speaker box has him, like, repeat a bunch of phrases. Yeah. Uh, mostly about how he's a bad person, and he's an idiot, and he needs to do better for the uh, betterment of the village. Yeah, it's like, they're right, of course. I'm inadequate. Inadequate. Yes. And disharmonious. Yeah. Believe yeah, me. This- believe me. Believe me. Believe me. Just over and over again. Yeah. And then it's- everybody I- starts I- clapping? Yeah. Yeah. I really... Yeah, he, like, breaks down crying. Yeah. Uh, I really like both uh, this, like, that whole bit and this dude. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like, he, this he does scene, a really good job. Uh, like, like I said, I was kind of eh on last week's episode, and this scene got me back into on the prisoners so fast. Yeah, like, this he, is just such a good mix of like, it's weird in a way that is both kind of funny and kind of creepy. Yes, I yeah. love it. Um, yeah. Also, I couldn't, and this is just who I am. I couldn't help that that dude looked like uh. The dude who made Flapjack. <laughs> <laughs> and also kept on like, what if he had that high-pitched voice from that dude who made Flapjack? God. Um, so, um, Six is next up to go see the, um, the commission, and he walks in there, and everybody in the commission is at, like, this big round, uh, the table, I guess, a big round table. Yeah. Um, with it, the center cut out like it was for the episode with the TV transmission for the speed learn. Yeah, I like how like this is the village city hall, and the way it works is completely different every time we see it. Yes, it's kind of good actually. Yeah. Yes, uh, they do still have the um, uh, the top hat that proclaim yes. them as important. Yeah, because these yes. are like the city councilors that didn't talk at all in the election episode. Yeah, but they're very, like, out there in this one. Yeah. Uh, um, no. Yes. I was just gonna say, number six continues to be a dick by going, I completed my questionnaire. Rip, rip. Hurrah. 
He rips it up a bunch and then has way more paper than he should when he throws in this confetti. <laughs> yeah, he just makes it's confetti very funny. Um, and I like how they're not even like shitty at the start. They're just like, please don't be hostile to us. <laughs> yeah, like we're just trying to be cool, man. Like we we don't really deal with number two. This is a committee of like the rest of the village who kind of think you're an asshole, right? Uh, which is true. Yeah, he he is an asshole. He's yeah. like right, but he is an asshole. Yeah, he's yelled at every woman in this town until they've cried. <laughs> Pretty much. Um, but they tell him like, "Hey, man, you really got to get it together." Um, we don't want to like punish you, but you're being a dick to everyone, and like you're not taking this seriously. Uh, and even if you know you're being held here against your will, uh, everybody else here is too. So I don't know why you're being so mean to them. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like I, I always wish they were like, "Hey, dude, can we just have like a real talk here?" Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> for real for one minute. Yeah, like, this is even like, room. <laughs> this hits such a good like tone to me, just because yeah, like we're saying, it's this the combination of like, yes, they're this creepy Orwellian community that like he's right to resist, but also they're other people, and most of them are just as much victims as he is, and he's a bad person. And like the other thing is like we see people who are like him, like the last, uh, not last episode, but the one before where the guy like. Where the number two gets that woman to commit suicide, like, right? Um, and in theory, he's also been an asshole to that lady, right? So, yeah, it, very strange vibes. Interesting. Again, she's vibes a woman here. in the village, so he's definitely yelled at yes. her until she cried. Yes. Um, Who is your husband? <laughs> <laughs> um. So he walks up to the podium after the little uh, commission meeting lets out for a bit. Um. And then he repeats just a quite right from the box and then yeah. uh, repeats nothing else. He's like, all right, guys, I'm going to leave now. Bye. Yeah. Um, and everybody and, uh, in the room is like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah. I. The baller has some real great just moments in this episode. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And just like him, like taking out the like table so he can get out and just being like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, I'm doing my little job. <laughs> <laughs> More and more, I think, like, that the butler has the real sweet gig, because no matter what happens to number two, he's there. <laughs> yeah, the I butler's fe- got a job forever. I feel like it's, like, a common thing if you don't know things about the ending that you think the butler is number one. Wait, I say it again? I never got that. <laughs> I, I think a lot of people, especially when the show was airing, was like, oh, but the butler is number one. Like, he's oh, always I, there pulling the strings. I think, he, I, I mean, he's certainly a butler. Right. <laughs> I don't think he's number one, though. Yeah. He does go, uh, he does get fired that one time, and then he packs all his shit, and he's very sad. It's so funny when he packs up his bag and he's has a He's just very sad. <laughs> it, he's both sad and, like, disappointed. He's like, mm, I expected better from you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, that guy gets no lines ever, but he does such a good job just playing disappointed in you for not being a torturous prison guard enough. <laughs> uh-huh. Like ah, uh, I really, I really thought you would be the one to break everyone's minds. Damn. Anyway, uh, so, um, six goes back out into the village, and everybody's kind of started to stop talking to him because he's an asshole. 
Yeah. And there is a article in the newspaper about how he's an asshole. <laughs> I fucking love he's walking down the street and there's like an old lady walking towards him and he just is like, oh, hello. And she snubs him and there's like a dramatic music sting when she snubs him. <laughs> it's so funny. He's just like lovely weather. And then she's like, uh, no. Um, and then, like, he goes and gets the newspaper, somebody sees him, and he looks over, and he's like, hey, and then the guy just turns around and leaves, um, and he goes back into his house with his newspaper all crumpled up, he throws it in a fireplace, he says, fuck this. And then we meet nobody here number likes two. Me. I, I just kept, kept thinking of the joke from, um, uh, Blazing Saddles, where he, he also says, like, wonderful day we're having to that lady. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> Not gonna repeat past further, no, but... <laughs> but I know the joke you mean. Uh, I love this number two. This number this two is great. Good... He sucks so bad. He's an this idiot. This number two but he's is really cemented best. for me that um, the best number twos are sweaty middle-aged men. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> um. So uh, six walks into his place. He meets number two, and he's like, "Yeah, I probably should have figured that this was your thing." Uh, and two is like the slowest mules nearest to whip. Uh, and six is like, yeah, uh, here's another phrase. He who digs a pit will one day lie in it. And yeah. I'm like, wow, okay. Get aggro. <laughs> Rewatching this as we're talking about it, I'm seeing that like number two has a little bowl of cookies that he's eating, but he yeah. has one cookie this whole scene and he takes the tiniest he's nibbles just, out of it every time nibbling. he talks. Yeah, he's a nibbler. And like later, like, Later on the scene, like number six is like, "Do you want tea?" And he's like, "No, what the? I will never have tea with my biscuit." <laughs> like he's gonna stretch that biscuit out for an hour. It's gonna be great though. It's, that's flavor for an hour. Yeah, that, that's me drinking a soda for like six hours. <laughs> um. So, two is like, listen, man. I know you think that this was me. I'm actually just here to tell you that it's not me. And if you're an asshole to these people, uh, you're going to have to get brain surgery. So maybe think about that one. And yeah. Six is like, uh, actually, you told me my brain's too important. So I'm just not going to worry about it. Uh, and uh, I think I'll just continue being me. Um, and Two is like, well, okay. Anyway, uh, public enemies will not be tolerated indefinitely, and here is a lady who's been through this whole dis- this whole issue before. Right. Um, and we are introduced to number 86, uh, who is just too pretty. Hate it. Oh, yeah, she's gorgeous. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, hate, she is. Hate this. Extremely fucking beautiful. <laughs> yeah. Mad about it. <laughs> I, I saw, like, a tweet from Molly, and it was like, the lady in this episode is unfairly pretty, and... I believe what I said was she's obnoxiously pretty. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for... As I like, saw this lady, I'm like, oh, yes, I get it. And then, like, she goes away for a while, and the crying lady comes back. Yeah. And I was like, oh, is this the lady? I'm like, she's cute, but, like, not obnoxiously pretty. Right. <laughs> and then the, the other... The, this lady comes back, I'm like, oh, yes, of course. Okay, yeah, yeah. She, she is. comes back with her in hair fact, down, and it's like, all right, fuck off. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, um, 86 takes six to a, um, like a group therapy kind of thing is what I think it's supposed to be. And they're kind of debating yeah. like about, um, social nicety and social contract. I think they're um, trying to like do group therapy on the, the crying woman. She's like yeah. a poet or something. And they're like, oh, she needs to stop doing poetry because it's making her sad. 
Uh, and number six is just um, interrupting by clapping loudly all the time. He's like doing like beatnik style shit. <laughs> yeah. it, he fucking sucks so much. <laughs> I love him. Um, but then but, like, uh, all, like what I like about it, it's not it's not just that he's a dick because he's also like what the fuck are you people talking about? Poetry is art. Stop telling her she can't be artistic. <laughs> like he's right. right, but he's right in the worst way. Heartbreaking. Uh, also, uh, <laughs> <laughs> the worst villager you know. <laughs> uh, also, like number two leaves and is instantly seen back at his like yeah. mission control. I fucking like they got pneumatic tube systems. <laughs> he walks out and, number six's front door and it immediately cuts to him watching number six, and it's like more females. Okay. That woman, she's gonna mess it up because she's a woman. (laughs) (laughs) See, okay, here's the problem with your impression. Uh, This guy sounds like if Winnie the Pooh was angry. (laughs) I know, but I ended up spitting while I was doing my thing, and then I decided to lean into it. That's fair, that's fair. I just love his voice. Yeah, he he has a good way of, he he has a good manner of speech here. Yeah. Um, but the, um, the sad lady is trying to explain, like, I, like, listen, I get what you're saying. Like, I understand being part of the group, but, like, if you, if I say hi to you and you don't say hi to me because you're writing poetry, that's fucked up. Yeah. And she's like, I'm writing poetry. And Six is like, or, and, um, he, they say, like, that's a neglect of social principle. And then Six chimes in. He's like, poetry has a social value too, you know? Um, and they're like, look at this asshole trying to tell us shit. Look, at, he is clearly trying to divide us, asshole. Right. They all start calling him a reactionary and a rebel. <laughs> um, but the sad lady is like, you're trying to undermine my social rehabilitation. I am trying to get better. Could you fucking stop it? Uh, and then they all start yelling at him and chase him out of the fucking... Or yeah. They all leave. And 86 is like, fuck's sake. Um, and then he goes through the bushes, and then also, the medical team like is there. One of the... Uh... I feel like this is the first time they've had a like actor of color on this show that they're not at least a little bit racist about. Yes. That is true. I I the entire time cuz like the, one of the main guys is uh, an Asian man and yeah. the entire time I was like, "Oh, don't." Mm, yeah. Mm. <laughs> but no, they, they just yeah, they 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 finally dodged that landmine. They finally didn't do a racism. They finally didn't do a racism. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, uh, we see Six getting some medical tests done. He's basically just getting a physical. Um, they, like, check his joints, and he's like, yeah, sure, fucking whatever. I don't care. What are you doing this for, anyway? And then, like, um, the doctor's like, we're just doing a physical, man. Like, I, I get that you think I'm evil, but I'm, I'm literally just a doctor. Yeah. I, I'm hired. I, 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 of course, work yeah. for the Nazis, but I am just a doctor. <laughs> right. <laughs> I can also give you a checkup. <laughs> yeah. Um, so he walks out into the lobby of this hospital, um, and sees a couple people, and they have, like, a weird scar on their temple. Yeah. And he, like, stares for a minute, and he's like, these guys look way too happy. Uh, and then he walks by, um, the, the regular old therapy room. Uh-huh. Uh, where I... there is a man in there just watching footage of Rover. <laughs> and, uh, this number two. Yes. And... 
he it looks like he's like being electric shocked or something's happening. Yeah. Uh, I always like when I saw that. I'm like, we always see some fucked up shit going uh down in that room and n- number six never gets put in there right <laughs> yeah um but yeah like the screen flashes unmutual in number two and rover and the guy's freaking out um and then the other guy who's in the lobby um starts talking to six and he's like uh six starts yelling like why is he in there like why is are you his keeper what's going on here and he's like dude stop yelling bro I'm just trying He's to chill fan. out here, man. It's chill just, out. It's therapy in there. Um, but he, like, keeps flashing the scar on his head and, like, showing it to Six and, like, touching it. And he's like, listen, I was I was really lucky. I didn't have to go through that. I was one of the happy ones, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, I was unmutual before, but now I'm <laughs> But now we followed each other, so yeah. I'm mutual. Now we're mutuals. Um, so we see Six back in the... Uh, in the commission room and he has been declared on mutual uh, and they warn him that any further complaint will be enough to um, put him into social conversion. Instant social conversion. I hate it when I get instantly socially converted. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of like really good, like nonsense phrases in this episode. Yeah. 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 I also like, um, like when they're sentencing him, the lights all go down and they spin him around in the chair and then when they finish talking, the lights come up and they're all gone. Like a fucking magic trick for six-year-olds. Yep. Yeah, it's and good. then, like, the butler walks out and, like, number six is, like, trying to, like, it- intimidate him. And the butler's just like, all right, man. Yeah, we talked <laughs> about the Make You Flinch game uh, yeah. recently on this show, and he's just doing that. Right. He will not pop the butler's collar. He will not pop the butler's collar. There's no collar to be popped. No. He's so cool he doesn't have a collar. <laughs> um anyway, uh Six is walking through town and nobody wants anything to fucking do with him. Yeah. Um the newspaper guy sees him and leaves the newspaper spot and he's like I, I, I'll okay, I'll get my own newspaper. Um and the also, entire the newspaper thing... spot is now outside his house. Yeah. Yeah. Um the entire thing is just about how he's a fucking asshole. Right. <laughs> and then an announcement comes on the PA about how he's a fucking asshole. <laughs> yeah. They um, also, at, at some point, I forgot if we passed it or not yet, they talk about how the, like, all of the sessions are broadcast on TV. Yeah. Which sessions? The, like, hearings with the committee. Oh, yeah, I didn't know that part. Yeah, and it was like, oh, like, I would probably watch that. <laughs> oh, hell Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like, Six picks up the telephone in his house, and the operator won't, like, talk to him. Yeah, the operator, or the phone doesn't work. I'm not sure which it is, or which is worse. Yeah. Um, but, like, he's going through all his shit, um, and he, um, stops for a minute, and then the door opens, uh, and the appeal subcommittee is here, and it's just these four ladies, um, who are like, hey, uh, if you um, stop acting like an asshole, we can help like rehabilitate you and like not have to put you into brain surgery. And he's like, "Fuck off!" <laughs> yeah. Um, and forty-two, who is the sad lady, is here. Um, and he's like, "Oh, you're already working with them, huh, idiot?" Uh, yeah, what? I, to me, I thought he was implying that, like, pussy. "Oh boy, isn't that convenient that like you were a patient like me like an hour ago, and now you're on the like it's almost like you're just an actor in this." Oh, yeah, I guess it could be that, too. I read it as, like, oh, wow, you gave up that quick, huh? 
Like it only yeah. took one hour, huh? I can also see it that way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, um, this is definitely one of those episodes where it's like they're like everyone else is like a prisoner who is like much easily broken than he is, or yeah. everyone is like in on it and is a jailer. Right. Right. Yeah. Um. So he um. He, like, sends them off, and then Two is watching from uh, his office, and he's, like, talking to the supervisor who's also there because he needs somebody to bounce off of for these scenes. Uh He's like, let's see how the loner deals with really being alone. (laughs) Smash cut to number six out in the woods just, like, kicking rocks. He's... He just doesn't know what to do with himself because nobody will talk to him. I want, like, the sad Charlie Brown music playing over this scene. (laughs) He's just got, like, a bundle of sticks in his hand that he's breaking in half and he looks sad. He's like, fuck. He's looking at, like, a flock of birds in the air and he's like, oh, they're all together. Not like like me. Damn, even the birds can get along, but I can't. Aw, shucks. Damn. Um, but yeah, so he, um, he goes to his usual spot where he gets, like, coffee and plays chess with the old folks and then literally when he sits down every single person there gets up and leaves it is the most high school thing yes <laughs> absolutely um but they all like stare at him until he leaves and he's like uh, okay i will uh, i guess i'll go um and this then- is basically they have told they, they they have informed everyone that his vibes are rancid yeah yes um, and so he goes back to his place, the appeal subcommittee is in there, and they're like, hey, you got, like, one more shot, these are socially conscious citizens who just don't want to deal with you, and he's like, they sheep. Um, yeah. and 42 is like, no, bro, don't say that, and then the leader of this little appeal subcommittee is like, well, guess we have to put you through the brain surgery, so that's what you get. Um, yep. and they leave, and he stands there for a minute, his phone beeps, he answers it, um... And then two is there, and he's like, "I warned you, they're not going to tolerate you. So uh, this is on you." Um, and he's like, "Oh, I saw I'm a scapegoat now." Um, and two is like, "No, you're you're an asshole." Yeah. That's... <laughs> After the conversion, you won't even care, bro. It's all good. Yeah, like um, he gives him uh, number two gives number six basically the uh, speech from the opening of the. Uh, the social network. <laughs> you think you're doing like the P everyone hates you because you're like a, like a smart person, but actually it's just cause you're a huge asshole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I do like the bit where he's like, now we're going to have to do something to you that will be lasting, uh, in its effects. And six is like, Oh, what you're going to drug me. And she goes, would, would drugs be lasting? And like, oh, that's creepy. It's a good line. Yeah. 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 Um, so there is an announcement that if anybody wants to watch Six's brain get fucked up, please yeah. report to the hospital common room. Okay. And then, like, every woman on the island is like, woo. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Here's my thing with this episode. I like this episode a lot. Yeah. I really like everything we've gone over so far. I like everything that's going to happen next. It kind of feels like it should be two episodes. Yeah, these the two things they're doing feel uh, disconnected enough because, like, the yeah. the thesis of this first half is like 
what will what will he do when he is faced with the fact that he is completely alone and nobody likes him? Yeah, like I want to see a whole episode of like him going stir crazy because everybody shuns him. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, but that's uh, done I, with now. I, I definitely feel like they had enough. Like they had these ideas, and either through like a like only being allowed like a certain number of episodes or them not being able to like find enough stuff that they wanted to do in these two ideas they just or he's not gonna be there enough that it works like they don't have enough time with him yeah 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 uh but anyway he gets the shit beat out of him by everybody in the village they all start coming over beating him with umbrellas they like drag him down to the uh hospital um and he's like oh jesus okay i really did fuck up didn't i Uh uh-oh oopsie uh, so they bring him in for surgery. Yes. Yeah, he gets injected and shit. Um, and uh, they do this really long, dramatic like explanation of what they're doing. Um, they're basically planning on using a laser to cut his frontal lobe off and stop him from ever being aggressive again. Yeah, they're like doing this whole bit about how like they can shoot a laser through something to like melt something on the other side of it without, like, damaging the thing they're shooting through. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, they can, yeah, shoot a laser into his head and only leave, like, a little burn scar on his temple. Which is what he's been seeing on other people uh, right. until now. Um, and the um, person in charge of this whole thing is 86. Um, she does this whole, like, little explanation and show on what looks like just styrofoam that yeah. it, like melts some styrofoam. It's like sure, whatever. Um, but yeah, we see him. He looks fucked up while they're doing it. Yeah. Uh, good faces uh, being made here. Yeah, I believe um, that one of them will probably be the image I go with for the like the episode work for this. Yeah, yeah the episode yeah, yeah, work yeah. for this. Um, but yeah, so there's like some time where she's like lining it up. Um, and then they inject him with some more, uh, drugs when he's done. Um, and then we see him waking up at the hospital later and he's all fucked up. He's got that bandaid on his forehead. Um, and the doctor's like, Hey, uh, you're feeling better. You, you fell asleep right at the most exciting part of the whole thing, but you know, um, and just, you know, keep that bandaid on for a couple days. Uh, you know, it's it's not super necessary, but just, you know, to remind you to take it easy. You don't want to overexert yourself, not that your brain's fucking broken. Yeah. I, something I was thinking about while watching this is it's probably worth remembering that when this show is airing, lobotomies were still, like, relatively... Like, they were on the decline, but they happened. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, still a thing. And, like, adults watching this would definitely have a memory from when they were pretty fucking common. Yeah. That's, that's true. Um, so the first thing Six does when he leaves, like, the office is watch the guy in the aversion therapy room again. Um, and he's like, oh, wow, I don't think I care. Pretty lady beckoning me. I'm going to follow her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so she, uh, 86, leads him back to the car. They take the taxi back to his place. Um, two is chilling in his chair, just vibing. Um, and, you know, they, they stop for a bit. And two is like, oh, so you're back. This is good. Um, I'm gonna come talk to you in just a minute. Why don't uh, Why don't you just wait here? Eighty uh, six is gonna make you a nice cup of tea, uh, you know, and then we'll and then we'll talk. Yeah. Um, and so that happens. 
Um, she starts making him this cup of tea. She like has him sit down for a bit um, in view of the kitchen. So he is still um, like awake enough to look over and see that she's making the tea. Um, but he can see that she drops some kind of pill into it. And he's like, I'm not fucking drinking that shit. This- yeah, I- yeah, go ahead. Um, I was uh, just like thinking the entire time like this scene was happening is like he just looked over to check out her ass but then saw the pills. <laughs> uh, I find this scene like really upsetting because it's like he can't really move he can barely talk and he can see that she is like hurting him and like has to figure out a way to pre- defend himself when he has no control over his body it's yeah. like upsetting it's very uh, misery-like. Yeah, yeah. Um, but she brings the tea over to him and he grabs it and he's like, Hey, I'm really fucking cold. Uh, can you go grab me the rug out of the closet? And she's like, the rug? And, but like, he's like only speaking in like one word. like One word at a time. Yeah. yeah. Like cold rug. Rug! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, and she's like, okay, 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 I'll go get it. Um, and the second she turns around, he dumps the tea into um, the plant next to him. Uh, and then, like, pretends like he's drinking it right after. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's like, hmm, drink all that tea in one gulp. Good good tea. Good tea. Okay, I did look it up. I didn't know if that was, like, him not being able to find the right word. Rug in British English is a blanket. Is that kind of blanket? Oh, yeah, I'm not surprised by that for sure. Yeah. Like, I, I thought it might be, but I wasn't sure. Yeah. Um, so she sees that he's, uh, he's supposedly drank the tea now. And she's like, here, why don't you, uh, why don't you rest here for a while? I'm going to leave. Um, and then, like, the second she walks out the door, um, two appears from the other side of the room. It's so good. Because, <laughs> um, like, what he looked like, before, hey. he's like, oh, don't worry. We'll have a talk later when you've had time to rest. And then she walks out and he's, like, just there on top of him. It's hey, time for our talk. Hey, why'd you this... resign? <laughs> oh, I'm so horny for this right now. <laughs> He's like caressing Six's bandage. It's yeah. He's a they... weirdo. I love In him. In this one, Chelsea cannot be mad at us for saying that they are horny for the answer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, <sighs> but also, this number two is. So bad at his job. He's also scary. Yeah. No, yeah, he is. But, like, and they, this happens a lot with the show, but it, like, specifically happens here. Uh-huh. They just don't never check the cameras that are all over his room. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's really they- no reason he should get away with most of his plans, including this one. Yeah, like, I, I feel like this one is just one of the more, like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The egregious <laughs> examples. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Especially because he was apparently, like, hiding behind a potted plant in the corner of the room the whole time. Yeah, or... It, listen, I'm telling you, he traveled through a tube. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> what if every time number two, like, appeared off screen, you just hear... <laughs> <laughs> Be like what you were saying, Molly, like, yeah, he's very scary, and it's, a, like, the actor's doing a good job, because, like, he's, 
like a middle-aged guy. He is a little overweight. Like he does not have like a scary physical presence at all. He's very soft-spoken. Yeah. But he's pretty terrifying when he wants to be. He's pretty fucking scary. Like he just projects yeah, like, like an aura of like I'm gonna fucking ruin you and yeah. you can't stop me even though you should be able to. Yeah. Yeah, and like number 2 raises his voice once and like number 6 is it's like why are you yelling at me? Yeah. And, yeah, like number two is like immediately back to like the ASMR voice. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I'm not yelling, I'm not yelling at you. You just think I am because you're so calm now. Because you're. I believe the line is because your world is so quiet, which is yeah. such a good. <sighs> it's fucking. Like, I, I did not remember this episode at all, and I was l- watching this and being like, okay, obviously he's going to be okay by the end, but they fucking lobotomized him. This is scary. <laughs> I immediately knew they had not lobotomized him. <laughs> yes, I... Yeah, I, I was ready for them to pull some bullshit. We're like, oh, he's so willful, he fucking grew his frontal lobe he back. his frontal lobe <laughs> back. <laughs> oh, Dan, also. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, uh, so he takes the Band-Aid off, sees the scar on his head, and he's like, okay, okay, that is there. Kind of fucking hurts. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to put this band-aid back on, though, so they don't know I've looked at it, even though they're watching me right now. And 86 <laughs> right. is back at Two's place watching. He's like, you know, he's acting kind of fucking weird. Yeah, it's like, like he yeah, with the drugs we gave him, he shouldn't be suspicious this fast. Yeah, like, I gave yeah. him eight grams of Mytol, so he should... I gave him a Xanax. I don't know why he's up and around. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and... They, they, like I said, there is no immediate, like, well, we should check back on the tape to see if he actually drank it. Right. It was just her, like, him going, like, well, you should give him more. He's a strong ox. Yeah. Yeah. And um, then, like, r- women. Yeah. And yes. just to be clear, like, this is the scene where they kind of unravel that the plan is they didn't actually lobotomize him. All that, like, really thorough explanation was for his sake. Yes. And they combine that with the scar and the drugs they're giving him to make him think he got a lobotomy in the hopes that, like... And to show like, him people who were, like, on the other side of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With the idea being that, like, the placebo effect will make him act as though he's been lobotomized and he will give them everything they want without breaking his brain. Yes. Yes. Which I, I think is a pretty good plan overall. Yeah, yeah. plan. Uh, um, two sends her back immediately... Uh, and it's like, yo, go give him more tea with the shit in it. Uh, and then um, she's like, I guess I can, even though that might kill him. And he's like, no, no, he's fine. He's he's just very healthy. That's the yeah. problem. And meanwhile, Six is like freaking out and drumming on his countertop violently to see if he's like capable of being violent. Yeah, yeah. And they're like, that seems that seems like it's not the norm. <laughs> Which, like, going back to what I was saying, that I wish this was two episodes and not one, I want way more of him being, like, unsure of himself and not knowing whether he's capable of being aggressive anymore. Yeah. Yeah, um, like, they they have a bit of it where he starts going outside and, like, talk with people they'll get to, but, like, that, all that stuff is great, and yeah, I wish there was more of it. Yeah, like, I would love an episode that just opened with, hey, you know how we told you that we couldn't do surgery on your brain because you were too important? Well, you've fucking wasted enough of our time, we're done with that, get into the lobotomy room with you. Yep, here we go. And just, like, drag the, like, again, this just feels like two episodes. Yes. Um, so, um, 86 goes back to give him another cup of tea, and she hands it to him, 
And then he goes, you know, I would drink this, but you fucking suck at making tea. So I'm going to pour this shit out, wash my pot and start over. And you need to watch because yeah. you suck at this. And nobody goes, huh, that's not that's kind of weird. <laughs> yeah, I the, the only thing I could take away from it is that they thought he was being like docile and cooperative because he's like volunteering. Like, no, here, let me show you how to make a good pot of tea. Here we go. Yeah. Let's learn. Here together. We go. Let's do it. Um, so, yeah, he starts, he starts doing that, um, and she's just watching him, like, fucking really, fucking for real right now, this man is showing me how to make tea. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> Just she, mansplaining tea to her? Yes. He just, like, starts with, like, have you ever heard of tea? Is that, <laughs> it's kind of an obscure drink, you might not have heard of it, but, uh. <laughs> um, so he goes over. You have to be pretty smart to understand why it's good. <laughs> <laughs> He goes over to, like, the other part of the room so he can watch her put the drugs in uh, just out of the corner of his eye because he's a spy. Right. Um, And so he watches her do it, and he's like, yep, okay, watched you do it. Um, And then he goes back, and he starts prepping it, and then he's like, oh, you know what? I forgot to grab the sugar from that cupboard over there. Um, Can you go get that for me? And then he swaps the cups. Um, I think the implication is the camera they're watching from yeah, uh, is from behind him, right? And the so they cups don't see are directly the in front of him, so they can't see this happening. Correct. That is flimsy, but yes. I think that is what they're going with. Yeah, you know, what? I'll forgive uh, it because it leads to my favorite bit from this number two, where he's like, "This is also charmingly domestic," and he turns to the butler and goes, "I'd want some tea. Could you make me some tea? Do and it as good as like, he's doing it." He's like, "All right, Matter buddy, fact, go that's... get number six. Have him make me a cup of tea." So um, she drinks the tea, he drinks the tea, they're chilling out of the bar, and two is like, all right, job's done. I don't really have to watch this anymore, huh? Yeah. Um, so. And, and then smash cut to her just fucking wasted. She is smacked. <laughs> finally, after so many years, we finally have bimbification representation on this podcast. <laughs> I'm sorry, was Totally Spies not good enough for you? Uh, the ones who got bit with were never blonde, so it was really, it was really never the pure. Jesus. All right. Yeah, maybe not the right word to use there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> not what I was talking about, but okay. Uh, but and to... also, I am still uncomfortable making that joke about children. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um. Two sees that uh, 86 is uh, just high out of her fucking, high out of her mind, and goes, hey, 86, you gotta come back to my place now. I can tell you fucked up. Well, I don't think he knows that she fucked up, because he's like, I don't know what he thinks. (laughs) He's immediately like, that stupid woman. Uh, And is like, she's messing around. It's like, because he uh, still, like, afterwards thinks, like, oh, number six is, like, has a double dose of drugs, so we don't have to worry about whatever he's doing. Yeah. It's just that this dumb bitch... Right. You know, is goofing around, and so I need to talk with her. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think, I think, uh, two thinks she's horny. Yeah, I think you're right. Yes. To and be he's fair, like, I, I can't dispute that, really. Yeah. Um, but two is like, okay, well, I'll let him go outside, walk around for a little while to reassure him about his whole thing because everybody's going to start talking to him now. 
Um, and he runs into the guy who had his um, social conversion done, and he's like, oh, hey, lovely day. And, and Six is like, oh, you were on Mutual too, right? And then he's like, uh, yeah, but I was, I was saved by social conversion. Um, and Six is like, well, do you feel different? And he starts laughing, and he's like, uh, uh, y- you tell me. What, why don't you tell me how it feels? Yeah. And he's like, uh, anyway, I'm going to leave now because I can't answer your question. Bye. <laughs> this is awkward. Yeah. Yeah. And he just, like, runs away, like, laughing. Yeah. Um, Six goes back to his playground with all his uh, fun toys, um, all his fun workout <laughs> equipment. Right. And then the, the playground bullies show back up. The bullies show back up. And they're like, what are you doing back here, mate? Oi, oi, oi. <laughs> I told you what would happen if you showed up back here. Thought we in the border boys the part of you wanted to exercise. <laughs> um, so they start bullying him again. Um, and he at first just takes like four or five hits and he's like, oh, fuck. And then he's like, oh, never mind. I'm going to kick this guy in the fucking head now. Yeah. Um, and then he does that. He does um, do a head scissors. He basically at the beginning of this is looking like when there were two number six. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like when he's getting beat up there and it was like, what the, f- oh, what the fuck's going on? And then he realizes, ah, they have not lobotomized me. I can do whatever I want still. Tight. Yeah. Uh, he these, keeps these walking through the These fucking playground bullies, like, it was already going bad, but these idiots ruined the whole plan completely. Yep. Um, but he keeps walking through the woods and he finds 86 who is uh, picking some flowers. <laughs> and yeah. she's like, I have to go report to number two. But I want to make him happy, so I am picking some nice flowers to go over there. Um, and uh, Six is like, uh, okay, this is kind of weird. Um, and 86 is like, yeah, you know, listen, I'm higher than number two. I can do whatever I want. I'm just chilling. Um, and two back in his uh, lair is like, okay, she's going to ruin everything. And the supervisor is like, maybe she's watching over him. <laughs> um, and then maybe she just she doesn't just want to fuck. Well, yeah, I, like, I, th- I think because what they say is he goes maybe he's she's watching over him physically. I think he's implying that she's just horny for him. Yes, absolutely. Um, but supervisor puts out a number call, uh, another call to number eighty six. Um, and then eighty six is like, oh, I do have to go though. And then number six is like, well, actually, first, can I hypnotize you with my watch? And then 86 is like, yeah, please. Um, and we have the shittiest wristwatch hypnosis I've seen in my life. <laughs> yeah. And you would know. I would know. This is poor form. <laughs> Somebody get this man a pocket watch for fuck's sake. Yeah. If you're going to do this, do it right. Um, so he gets her to tell him that everything was fake. Um, and uh, that... You know, he he do he wasn't lobotomized. This was all just part of the plan. Um, and then he's like, "Okay, well, when the clock tower strikes four, I want you to do something for me." Yeah. Um, but we don't see what it is. Um, and then six goes to uh, talk to number two, and he's like, "Hey, I'm ready to have my talk now. Hey, what's up, man? Um, listen, listen. Really would like to tell you everything, but can I tell the entire village instead? Like." I want to encourage everybody to open up and tell all their secrets to you. 
Yeah, and I like there was like, to be like, oh, you don't need to tell anybody but me. It's fine. But then, like, Six keeps pushing it. No, like, I, I want to atone and, and thank everybody for helping me be better. And he's like, oh, of course, of course, we'll allow it. Yeah, and, like, of course, and it, it plays because that's what, you know, the whole first part of the episode was. Yeah. Was about that. So it, it at least tracks that he wants to do it this way. Yeah, that's true. Like, like I keep saying, I'd love if this was two episodes. They do dovetail the two plots pretty well at the end here. Yeah. Um, so Six is like, okay, listen, let's go out there. Let's go, and we're going to tell everyone. And Two is like, okay, all right, we'll tell everyone. And Two does an announcement. It's like, hey, everybody who's not already doing something, come to Town Square. We're going to have a little meeting. We're going to talk to number Six, uh, and we're going to exchange some info. Um, so Six does his speech about how, like, oh, listen... You're all cheering me, but that's a mistake. You should be cheering number two and his instant social conversion for, for saving me. Because I was such a dick. I was just the worst person ever. Just, I was a real asshole. Yeah. And two starts clapping like, yeah. Yeah, he was. <laughs> um, um, and it's when uh, <laughs> number six says that, like, to borrow a phrase from number two, the... The butcher with the sharpest knife has the warmest heart. And number two is like, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> I've never said that. Um, so uh, what happens is the clock strikes four and 86 comes out of the woods and starts pointing at number two. And is like, he's I have a confession. He's unmutual. And then everybody's like, oh, you're right. Number two's fucked up. Uh, yeah. and then- he, he didn't follow for follow. <laughs> well like you can't really hear him over the screams of the crowd like number six this whole thing is like yeah this dude is unmutual he tries to like be an authority figure over you and make you do things for him that's not mutual yeah that's that is true (laughs) um and so um they basically just chase two out of town (laughs) i like that it's not even they're not like running him out of town at first they're just marching behind him banging a drum yeah, well, he's just like walking slowly and just like, oh fuck, oh fuck. It's the fucking image of like the kid with the trumpet harassing the girl with her ear hands clamped over her ears. Yes. Yes. Uh and then it is Also ends... they use a weird stand-in for number two at the end here when he's running up the stairs. Mm. I yeah, I don't know, yeah. but his, uh, his stunt double. Right. Yeah. Uh, but the last shot is of the butler walking through town with his umbrella. Like, damn, got that one too, huh? Oof. Yeah. 12 for 12. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's the end of the episode. Good app. Pretty good app. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, this, this one is, like I said, I didn't remember it at all. It's pretty high on my personal list, though, I think. That's eh, all right. I like it a lot. All right, we got some questions. Yeah, let's talk questions. I asked people to talk about um, being social outcast, tea, and hypnotism. Yeah, hell yeah, okay. let's go. And uh, Fuck Shit Avenue 1 uh, responded with, uh, I don't have a question so much as an observation that Get Out fits those three criteria reasonably well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. True. Uh, and then from uh, Smoothie Tootie, do any of you drink hot tea? And if you do, what kind? Uh, milk? No milk? Lemon? No lemon? I don't get putting milk in tea. I don't get that. Uh, I have not had tea in a long time, but when I do have it, yeah, fucking load it up with milk. 
Really? Okay. Yeah. yeah I, I mean, I put a little bit of sugar in there, but not a lot. Uh, I don't drink a lot of tea in general, though. Yeah. I I could probably drink more tea just because, like, you know, it's better than a lot of things you can do. Yeah. Sure. Uh, but, yeah, I would just put a little sugar in when I had any. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but that's it for questions. Oh, great. Oh, okay. <laughs> great. <laughs> Uh, the the only other response was uh, Rachel quoting some of the episode. Oh, okay, yeah. Rebel, reactionary, disharmonious. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's so true. It is. Uh, okay, yeah. Um, Luke, where can we find you on the internet? All right, you can find me on Twitter at SSJ Speed Racer. You can find other shows I do on AudioEntropy.com. Right now, that mostly just means idle on playtest a podcast where I run two different actual play campaigns in order to playtest Eidolon, Become Your Best Self, the RPG me and Molly made based on Persona and JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. I think it might be fucking good. I think it might be good as the thing. I think it might be good. Yeah. Both the game and the podcast. Yeah. Uh, Okay, Uh, Ashley. You can find me at Bread with an underscore on Twitter and a dash on Tumblr, and you can also find me at patreon.com slash Minor. Give Ashley your fucking money. Give Ashley your fucking money. Um, you can find me on Twitter at your friend Molly with a Y-E-R. You can find me at uh, audioentropy.com, I need mayo.com. Um, when you hear this episode, journal updated. We'll have updated over the weekend with a really long episode about Mass Effect 2 and how much it fucking sucks. Woo! Um, so get ready to listen to that. Um, I'm just glad I don't have to play Mass Effect 3 until September. I'm yeah. I'm just thank the Lord that uh-huh. I don't have to play it until September. <laughs> and then I have to play it. It's gonna be awful. Anyway, um, so there is that. Uh, please give that a listen, and uh, you should be listening to Idol on Playtest. I'm on there. It's very good. Yeah. Um, patreon.com slash Molly Reinbeck. Uh, and you go on your YouTube account. We have a little bit of money for the website if you hit the donate button up there. Uh, just, you know, helps us keep the website online. It's really all we do with it. Um, if you want to, you know, leave a review somewhere, that's lovely. Thank you. Uh, tell your friends about our podcast. Tell your friends to watch Prisoner. We're having a great time over here. We are. Uh, yeah. Can't, can't recommend it enough. Um, does anybody have anything else they want to go over? I got to go over the next episode. Uh, Luke, please. Yeah. Next time we're going to be watching episode 13, Do Not Forsake Me, Oh My Darling. Uh, with his mind oh. transferred to another body, number six wakes up on, in his London flat and can't convince his colleagues who he is. He takes off to Austria to find the one man who can help him, the person number two wants him to find. Um, here's something I'm going to say. Uh, yeah. Today we finished watching the last normal episode of The Prisoner. What do you mean by that? Is, uh, this, is it all going to be uh, he couldn't finish it from here? No. Um... I mean uh, that it was the last normal episode, and uh, I think every episode from here on out is going to be weird in a different way. Okay. All right. Um, if we were not, like, completionists about this stuff, I would even, like, say, like, you could kind of just watch the finale at this point. Yeah, we're going to watch we all of it, but yeah. I, I saw one is a, like, he wakes up in a Western-style town. <laughs> yeah, that's next. That's the one after the next one. All right. <laughs> Huh. Yeah, there's a cowboy episode. Huh. Uh-huh. I want to be a cowboy, yeah, baby. It's not, even that, like, it's not even that there's bad stuff in the next three episodes. It's just that, like, yeah, they're they're 
different than what you're used to. Yeah, sure. They're just fundamentally different stuff. That's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Uh, Ashley, get us out of here. Uh, until next time, be seeing you. <laughs> <laughs>